Thank you for listening to Hear First Productions. This month's release is Sketch Show Telephonies. Hello, you're through to Shannon. Thank God. I can finally speak to a real human being. Uh, What's the point of all that automated crap if I'm going to end up talking to somebody anywhere? It's to help us better direct your call to the correct department, sir. Now, could I please have your last name and your date of birth? Now, I'm not trying to sound difficult here, but I've already given that information to the robot. This is just a means of security, sir. I need the details again, please. (sighs) Riley, 1409... 78. Thank you, Mr. Riley. And your postcode, please? LE53SQ. That's fantastic, Mr. Riley. And the answer to your third security question, please? Which one's the third? I'm afraid I can't answer that as a means of security, sir. Okay. Um, piano. I'm afraid that answer is incorrect, Mr. Riley. Two more incorrect answers, and I'll have to terminate the call and lock your account. No, 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 okay. Um, uh, Mr. Bubbles. Thank you, Mr. Riley. That's correct. Okay, great. So I need a student account. And could I have the first, fifth, and eighth digit of your secure key passcode as well, please? Ah, secure key, secure key. Mrs. M, Mrs. A, Mrs. Macaroni. M R Y. No, no, it's I, it's I. I'm going to have to go with your first answer, so that does mean you have one incorrect answer left. Fine, fine, okay, I I understand. Would you like to answer the question again? Yes. The final letter is I, indigo. It's an I, I for indigo. Thank you, Mr. Riley, you're doing fabulously. Look... I really don't understand the need for all this faffing about. It's me. This is my information. I don't see why it's so bloody difficult to access it. Mr. Riley, while it is very unprofessional of me to deviate from my script, I do feel I should remind you that these security measures are all in place for your safety and the protection of your information. It's hardly the case that these steps are in place to say, I don't know, waste your time. Well, I weren't suggesting that. And of course I am doing nothing else but my job. And I know that. I'm sorry. in the event that your information was stolen by a lack of procedure due to negligence on our or your part and your identity was whisked off to a child labour camp in some secluded part of East Asia and you had to find a lawyer to take on your case, the man who was too lazy to answer some security questions, what would happen then, Mr. Riley? Now then, let's begin by setting a new account passcode which you can type into your device now. Now? Christ, okay. Let me just stop you there, Mr. Riley. It must contain three capitals, a symbol, two numbers. The fuck is a symbol? No sporting references. Right. And no Renaissance artists either. That shouldn't be a problem. But it does have to relate to the subject of racially driven police brutality in Dr. Zeus's The Cat in the Hat. All right, that's it. This has got to be a fucking wind-up, hasn't it? Who's on the end of that line? It's you, Darren, isn't it, from work, you little bastard. You thought you'd get one over on me, did you? Play a little trick, did you? I- I've already told you what happened in Malaga with that egg sandwich. I had no idea she was your fucking sister, mate. Now, look, fess up, you've had your fun, all right? Come on, Darren. Very funny, Dazza. Darren. 
Mr. Riley. Well, shite. I must remind you that all of our calls are recorded and we maintain the right to terminate the account of those who are abusive to our staff. No, 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 please, wait. I'm so... Oh, God, that's so embarrassing. I'm so sorry. I, I didn't mean to offend you. Look, whatever it is, security questions, jumping through hoops, I don't care. All right, I'll do it. I'll play ball. Please. Okay, Mr. Riley, I will choose to ignore that momentary outburst on this occasion. Thank you, really. But I am going to have to ask you to take a breath. Breath? Yeah. Oh, okay, no problem. Now you need to hold your nose and hold your other hand above your head and wave it, almost as if directing traffic. Okay. No, the other hand. Oh, sorry. Lovely. Now I'm going to need to hear your best attempt at an animal cry. An aggrieved mother elk mourning the loss of her only child, to be specific. Think more along the lines of... You know what a mother elk is, yes. Yes, you do, lovely. Think more along the lines of a sort of... A sort of... Please. Please, Snowball. <laughs> what now? What now? Beg. Mr. Riley, <laughs> I'm gonna need you to beg me. <laughs> the school fate was lonely this year. The effervescent Lars Chigwell is back with the unprecedented success of his fifth multi-platinum studio album, Live in Love with Lars, featuring anthems like the heart-rending The School Fate Was Lonely This Year, the guaranteed to set you ablaze universe of love. But Lars has one more spell to be cast, taking form in his final whistle-stop farewell tour, Live in Love, Live with Lars. Hear your favourites as you've never heard them before, live from his heart to your ears. With an exclusive 10 tour dates already selling fast and every venue with step-free access, this is one night of magic not to be missed. Right, Lars? Knock, knock, everyone. Lars Chigwell here. I can't even begin to tell you how bowled over I am with the support for the tour so far. I can't wait to perform in front of all you lovely people for what I know is going to be an absolutely mega night that I'm sure I won't forget for a very, very long time. What a man. And if that wasn't enough, some of the proceeds from the Live in Love Live Paperweights merchandise will go to Chigwell's Little Children Foundation. Live in Love Live with Lars. Hello? Hello? Yeah. 
Hey, is oh, can that... Can I help? Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, the number said to call for a uh, slice of reality. Yeah, one moment. So tell me, what do you do for a living? I work for a, a tech startup. You're an office sort of... bitch. Oh. Your work is meaningless. You're an inanimate object. Oh, right, yeah. Thanks. So we're in London Bridge. I could go on the blink. That would draw some attention. You could drown in the Thames and your job would be up on Indeed that same afternoon. That's a bit... I mean, my colleagues like me. Your colleagues still call you Peter, John. Yeah, that has been happening a lot. And do you stand up for yourself? Did you stand up for your marriage? No, I mean, that's different. She just walked... She kicked you out of the house and you had to sleep in the Mondeo, you pathetic little worm. I love my Mondeo. Of course you fucking do. Listen, all right. I called for a slice of reality. This is just downright abuse. You're just putting me down. That's not reality. Oh, but it is, Peter. That is the reality of this fucking existence. Constantly uphill, worthless struggle to be nothing but food for worms. What's the fucking point, Pedro? Pedro, what? What about you? You sit there, nameless, cowering behind a phone, dishing out this so-called reality when when it feels like you can't even face it yourself. This ain't how this works. You're the little worm, constantly hiding behind responsibility. I'll leave it out. I'm just doing my job. You clearly relish bringing others down for a sense of what? Self-worth? I pity you. You're nothing more than a naysayer who deserves absolutely nothing back. Thank you, John. I'm finally free. Free from... What? Excuse me? I don't... I'm not following you. Hello? Hi. The number said to call for a slice of reality. Uh, yeah, just uh, one moment. What do you do for a living? Broadcast is sponsored and commissioned by the Independent Association of World News. Good evening and welcome to tonight's bulletin from Red Squirrel News. The only news station with nuts. Tonight's top stories. J.D. Weatherspoon plans to flood the Channel Tunnel with all the unsold French champagne from the bank holiday weekend. The walking dichotomy also pleads for more European workers as he struggles to staff all of his essential black holes. The well-known carpet galleries boast the highest percentage of copies of the sun per punter in any watering hole in the UK. That is fascinating, Hank. In other news, countless schoolchildren have been injured in a spate of traffic accidents last month. This unfortunately comes following forced retraining of a special foundation for visually impaired dancers according to new government guidelines. It really is a tragedy for everyone involved, wishing those injured a speedy recovery. I can only imagine what it must feel like to be so non-essential in some people's eyes that you're encouraged to just be somebody else. I don't think I could be anybody else, Hank. And we don't need to be, Tom. True, genuine and transparent is all anyone in the news business strives to be. And finally, our very own Tom Fiddler from... That's you, Tom. Thank you, Hank. From here at Red Squirrel News is coming under fire following... 
false accusations of gross misconduct in the workplace. Now, I'd like to assure our listeners, I've known Mr. Fiddler as a colleague and friend for a very long time, and he is the epitome of a cool guy. So I'd like to remind everyone that something like this is wildly damaging, and most of all, I knew nothing about it. We'll hear more in the coming hours. I'm going to call my lawyer. Stop calling me at work, Tom. Those are tonight's top stories. I've been Hank. And I've been Tom from Red Squirrel News. The only news station with nuts. Good afternoon. This is the British Institute of Politically Correct Language. How can I help? Uh, uh, hello, yes. Uh, I was wondering if you could help. I've got myself into a bit of an altercation at work, and I'm just a bit concerned about where it's going next. OK, go on. So, I've uh, just a second ago, I fought off the urge to hurl the, the, the R word in their direction, but I've just broken the engagement off for a tick just to call you guys, just, just to see if that would be OK. R word. Uh, just to confirm, we are in retail territory, am I right? Oh, y- yes, it, it, it doesn't sound that great when you hear it out loud. Not to worry, that's what we're here for. So, to begin, the R word is a big, big no-no. Derogatory, dated, frankly unseemly. Not something anyone should really resort to using when there are so many other options. Can I get a bit of background on the situation? Are you on the back foot in this argument? Are you the defendant, shall we say? Well, uh, she started it, but but I have been giving her a hard time over the Barclays account, so it's right, kind of... Right, it's, it's a level playing field. Mm. I see, I see. And did you say the colleague you're arguing with is a woman? Uh, yes. Is that a problem? No, not massively, but I am going to have to change the algorithm slightly. OK, so back to the matter at hand, the R-word. Does your combatant have any history with the R-word or family members? Would there be any reason for this to be taken personally? Well, um, I'm, I'm not sure. I think maybe I was just throwing it around. No, no, I, I think her son might have a spazzy hand or something. Spazzy. Mm. There's more work to be done here than I thought. Sorry, what? Look, the R-word, spazzy... These aren't terms we just throw around. The only thing you've done right in this situation is calling us before you made a grave, grave mistake. Now, despite my advice, if you would like to proceed in the current situation with the R-word, the computer is telling me you risk a guaranteed code blue, which in layman's terms is a 100% chance of a trip to HR and a similar likelihood of instant sacking. Around a 30-70 split of people in the office agreeing you were right to stand up for yourself and the other side thinking you're a massive twat. Right, right. I mean, when you really look at the numbers, it doesn't seem worth it at all. And that's not counting the people's exclusion from society that you only further perpetuate by using this horrid slur. Which is the important bit. Yes, I, I hadn't even thought about that. But I just don't understand. Why the R word? I've never felt the need to say it before. But what's happening to me? Well, it could be a number of things. The gamer generation really have it on trend at the moment. TV, film, the Americans... They all normalised it. And while I'm not here to make excuses for you, the spectrum of unacceptable words does grow larger by the day. I see, I see. But uh, but I suppose some things are better off unsaid.
said, though. Yes, yes, I'm inclined to agree. There are indeed some things which we are all better off for seeing the back of. They're just downright nasty. There are a few doozies, though, I must admit. I'm rather sorry to see go. <laughs> Such as? I'm afraid that's none of your business. But what I don't understand is how we've strayed so far from our roots. When did we forget where we came from? There was a time when a trusty fuck-off could get you out of any sticky situation. Fuck none, bollock chops, arsewipe, shit muncher. Shit muncher, yes! These were all completely worthy contenders in any dispute. But they seem to have fallen out of favour, replaced with cheap jabs at people's race, religion or sexuality. Yes, yes, you're right. Uh, an honest, an honest fuck-off, it used to hold so much more weight. Indeed it did. Those days are but a memory now. So, returning to your R-word predicament, can I take it you will not be proceeding with the aforementioned word? That's right. And can I confirm for my records, as a result of this call, you feel remorseful and won't do it again, and now understand better why it's not an appropriate thing to say? Yes, I can confirm that. Finally, can I offer you some friendly alternatives to be used in place of the prohibited word? You know, I think I'm okay. I really can't recommend this service enough. Can I ask you, what do I do in a situation where I can't get to the phone and I'm in a similar jam? Exactly the right question. We advise to always stick to the British Institute for Politically Correct Languages flash words. Assess, review, survey, evaluate. Arse. Okay, brilliant. Arse. Well, I, I won't forget that. Uh, you know, I think I'm ready to go back to the situation now. Thanks again. My pleasure. And between you and me, if you really want to fly as close to the sun as possible, you can always call the horrible bitch a cunt. Bye! So, so, sorry, what? <laughs> You've been listening to Telephonies by Elliot Campion and Teddy Robson. Characters performed by Elliot Campion, Teddy Robson and Lucy Bell. This episode was edited and produced by Craig Busek and Gareth Wood, with sound design by Gareth Wood. To hear more from the podcast, go to herefirstproductions.com, follow us on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter at herefirstpod, and be sure to listen out for our follow-up series, Let's Chat, where we interview the writers of each production. Finally, be sure to subscribe on your preferred streaming app.